you'll be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all this time there is a plank in your own eye? You have a First take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Time, I'd like to uh, introduce our guest speaker this morning. I've known him just seems like a couple of years, but I might go back a few decades, and maybe a little longer than that. It's been a while. I've had a good fortune to have known Brian Jordan. I'm used to saying so if I mispronounce it, I'm sure it's not I've known Brian forever and ever, and it's also been such a pleasure to be in his family. And it's his mama over here. I've known him for a long time. I'm assuming children, welcome. What kind of good things can I say about Brian? But he always broke my heart. Brian did. There's a lot of goodness in him. Thank you. 
trying to walk on the blacktop with those real thick cleats uh, they had. They were full of metal, and they'd be slipping and sliding to get to the dirt. In the summertime, my mom, Lola, she worked third shift at a place called Baxter Travel on probably day at Flagstaff City, the old glove factory. And on third shift, uh, she would come home and sleep for a little bit. When she'd get up, she'd take me and my brother and my sister and all the kids in the town that wanted to come with us over to either Houston Woods and swim all day or to Farmer's Real Swimming Pool where we spent the day in swimming. But there was nothing like summertime on a Saturday night at the Pro County Fairgrounds that was Derby night. If the Derby started at 6 o'clock at night, it would not end until 5 o'clock the next morning. You were there for a very long time. And after we woke up at that 5 o'clock in the morning little trip, me and my friends would get on our bicycles and we'd travel around grass to see the Derby car. What did the Derby car look like? How did the Derby car smash? What happened to the driver that made him fall out of the Derby? And we would all say, ah, we're not going to make the same mistake this guy made when we get old and start driving ourselves. We will know how to build a car. After demolition derby, the cars would be four to five wide all the way around the track. Between heats, they had a gentleman who dressed up as a clown to help the parents take care of the kids by throwing candy and stuff while the chain gang kept hitting those big old railroad ties to get people ready for the next team. We only had the grandstand back then, and the cars pulled right up on the grandstand. You could see them face to face, and big motors just turning and turning, smoke going everywhere. I always thought I was a pretty good judge of who would win the derby. I would look at a car and I'd judge it first of all by the paint job. It had to be meticulous. If a guy had a really good paint job on his car, I knew he was serious about derby. I didn't want to look at the tires. How did the tires look when they started to come on the track? Were they psychedelic? Where they really give you a nice little highlight when it's going around to get onto the track. That's, I really enjoyed looking at that. The motor. How did the motor sound? Did they have a tick in it? Was it loud? What was it actually doing? Was there any leaks underneath the car? No oil, no antifreeze. Nothing was leaking underneath the car. And then I looked at how big the car was. How long was the trunk in the car? Back in those days, you hit with the trunk. You didn't hit with the trunk like they do now. You hit with the trunk. So the trunk had to be strong. So one year, I looked at this car and I said, that's the captain who's going to win tonight. It was a big old Cadillac, 1969, big as a boat. I mean, the trunk was a mile long. I said, that dude right there has won this derby before he's even started. So he pulls on the track. I'm standing up. I'm watching. I'm cheering for this guy. He backs out and he makes his first hit. It's a beautiful hit. I said, yeah, this guy's right. He makes his second hit, and the trunk goes straight to the ground, and he's out. I said, what is, dude? I didn't know it wasn't the trunk that made the derby car in the back, but how long was the frame in the back of the derby car? That's what made it good. It never dawned on me that the guy who was on the derby that night would be the guy who came in late, put his car down, still working on it, put it together, a cigarette in one hand, and he spilled his uh, gas tank with gas in the other hand. He just laughed and carried on with everybody. When he pulls onto the track, he's looking up at his stand face with his old uh, gangster kind of helmet, big old goggles like that, drinking a Budweiser. And he's smiling at everybody. He backs out and he just starts hitting everybody. Pow, 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 pow. He knocks it out and he wins the derby. Boy, did I have to touch that wrong. Totally 
Thank you. 